God glory through your testimony and through praise. So I always enjoy it, what God is doing. He's real. Yes. How many of you know he's real? Yes. He's a real Amen. God. Amen. A real God. And uh, just something just to be able to think on the things of God and Last Sunday about this time, I was probably I was just relaxing a little bit after I I uh, bagged my deer. Hallelujah! Went out that morning early Sunday morning, and uh, my brother-in-law Dalman said, "Well, hopefully today's the day you get your deer." <laughs> I said, "Me too." In the in the Lakota, I'm trying to. Uh, uh, how you say when when you go hunting? There's actually two words that they use when you go hunting. The one is is, is to hunt, but the other one, uh, uh, how is it? Wakuya, wakuya, or and that that actually means to chase. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's what I was doing last last weekend. I was chasing deer all over the countryside. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I finally caught one. <laughs> Hallelujah. I caught him at the right time, though. As, uh, we didn't see what was going on. We seen him off about 150 yards off and and uh, standing by some bushes. And he was looking into the bushes. And and uh, I said, I told Delmer, I said, is that a deer standing there? And he said, where? So I pointed in the direction, he said, I can't. So we picked up our binoculars, sure enough, there he was. And he turned sideways, and I seen his rack. I said, yeah, that's a, a nice buck. So he said, well, I don't want to, we shouldn't uh, go any further. We'll stop right here. If you could take the shot, about 135 yards, maybe, shot. And uh, amen. So I, I uh, took me two shots. The first shot I missed, but the second shot I got him. Obviously, I didn't aim high enough, but we got him. But he was saying, I wonder why he didn't move. Why did he just stand there after that first shot? He says, seemed like he didn't even. And so when we pulled up on him, after he was down and we pulled up on him, we wondered why he was standing there in those bushes. There was a doe that he was obviously communicating with. So he was distracted by that doe. So I was able to shoot him. And uh, amen. I don't know if the Lord had that all planned or not. But the other side of that story is sometimes you men have to be careful what you're distracted yeah. by. <laughs> it could mean the end of the trail for you. <laughs> but, you know, I was, I was just, you know, I, I was able to roam around and I sit in this way on my my own stomping grounds as a young man and living in that area uh, I used to when I was working for my uncle uh, we would be out there and uh, on horseback and of course he was in the cattle business so there we were always checking cattle that's just kind of a term but that means everything and and you know I haven't been in some of those areas since and I was trying to tell my brother, brother-in-law Delmer, I said, I think the last time I was actually in this area, of course we couldn't go the last time we were there because they had to 
the gate's padlocked, and we don't know why. So. But uh, I said, the last time I was actually back up in this area was 1976. That's a long time, isn't it? Sure is. And I forgot how big that area was. They call it the rough pasture. Brother Aaron knows what I'm talking about. But when you open that up, you go in there, man, there's all kinds of country. Just the topography changes from one thing to the other. And I remember when we were going through that, just memories started coming back. And I was thinking, wow. I remember I used to be all over this place on horseback. Riding up and down gullies and draws and creeks. and So, man, I tell you what, I was... I guess in my own mind, I was in my own little heaven. Remembering all those experiences in my younger years. Amen. I'm still a cowboy at heart. I'm still a cowboy. Slash Indian. Amen. Or Indian slash cowboy, whatever you want to say. But, you know, and, and, and just about that time when I knew everybody was going to be congregating for prayer, and that was right about... 10.30, I said, well, they should all be getting together. It wasn't about maybe 14, 15 minutes after that when I bagged my deer. But I was thinking about everybody back here. I was thinking about homes. I said, wow. Amazing, but praise God. I'm just so thankful that I have the Lord in my life. Amen. I'm so thankful. Amen. Praise God for what he has done and for what he's doing. Amen. And for the family of God. Hallelujah. There's nothing like the family of God. So let's not take one another for granted. Let's not take each other for granted. Because obviously the love of Jesus that compels us to love him compels us to love one another. And when we do that, Man, it's such a beautiful experience. And I remember one time I offended my brother Chuck when I told him that, amen, that I have a deeper love for the people of God than I do my own kin, my own blood. He got offended at me because he didn't understand why I said that. But after he got the Holy Ghost, he understood why I said that because that love is just a compelling love. It's a love that just leads you to that place in the Lord in your relationship. So don't take the love of God for granted. We're all here. We're all, amen, child, children of God. We're a child of God, each and one of us individually and as a whole. Amen. Praise God. I look out and I don't see skin color. I don't see ethnicity or whatever you background you have, I just see a brother and sister in the Lord. Yes. And that's Amen. the way it ought to be. And, and uh, praise God. So you think about it. We're, we're privileged and we're blessed. There's yes. nothing like it. To belong to the church. Yes. To be a called out one. Yes. Amen. That's something, isn't it? Yes. That somebody would think so much of us that he would call us out. Yeah. He would call us out. Amen. He would choose us. He would choose us. It's nice to be chosen, isn't it? Yes. It's nice to get an invitation. And it's nice to be chosen. Amen. Especially by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. 
Amen. To, to be extended that invitation. Man, I tell you what, man, here we are. And as Brother Dan said, amen. For whatever reason, whatever purpose, here we are in Vermilion, South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't take this for granted. Right. Don't take this place for granted. Amen. We're hanging in there. Yes. So let's hang in together. Yes. Amen. Let's do what we can to. Amen. Just engulf ourselves to be busy about our Father's business. To labor in love. That's the reason why we're here. Everything. I was thinking about that when I was sitting here praying. And, and uh, it all costs something. Did you realize this all costs something? Yes. Uh, Amen. And that's the reason why we're here. So we're privileged. And, and our experience could even be uh, more than what we are experiencing right now. But that's all up to us. It all hinges on our desire and our hunger and our thirst to... Amen. Get out of it what we put into it. Praise God. I'm so thankful that we do. We have a place. And, and I'm pretty sure I think we are back on uh, the podcast. Amen. Amen. For whatever reason. Hallelujah. So we'll just do what we can. Try not to offend anybody. <laughs> You know, that is a that is a challenge in itself. And I, obviously, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I'm not here to hurt feelings. So if I hurt your feelings, praise God. Don't take it personally because I, I'm not doing it intentionally. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it's just the way people are. They, as the Bible says, they... They, they will make you a, an offender because of the word. Because of what you speak and they get offended by the way. Somebody doesn't want you to say the wrong thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we're just going to have to be a little bit careful, cautious. Amen. Be careful how we use the word the. <laughs> Praise God if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, that's a challenge. But if we could just let the goodness of God permeate through us and let that be the very thing that just, amen, because really souls are at stake right now. There's so many souls at stake. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I was thinking about what I heard in testimony, and I thought to myself, my, 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 my. God knows what he's doing. And uh, when he was speaking to my heart yesterday, and amen, I began to really think about the word and, and everything, and uh, thinking about what everybody in here is probably going through right now. What you are experiencing, and of course, he gave me a thought, and uh, uh, this is this is the title of my message. I haven't given you a scripture yet. That's coming. But this is the title of my message, because when the Lord spoke to me, and I was thinking about this, I said, man, I said, this is something. This What, what you've given to me is something. I understand what you're going through. I can tell you that. I have a good understanding of what you're going through. Amen. Hopefully, I can get a little specific. 
with each and every one of you. But generally, I'm speaking to you as the body, and hopefully, individually, I can get a little specific with you. But I know this, and this is what I was thought. I was thinking about. I said, "Lord, man, this is something." And and you know what the thought was that came to my mind? Rowing with the punches. You know what that means? Rowing with the punches. Everything that keeps coming at us, we're not going to let it hit us full force. We're just gonna roll with it. To me, uh, and, and I was kind of curious about that thought, and I thought, wow, what does that mean? And you know what that means? You won't let whatever blow is coming your way impact you fully. You're going to let it, in, in other words, ricochet off of you. Are you listening to me? Yes. I'll give you a scripture verse if you want to stand just for a moment. John chapter 16, verse number 33. And uh, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. That's Jesus speaking. In me, in me, ye might have. Did you know that that is his intent? That we can have peace. Ye might have. God wants us to have peace. But that's all up to you individually how much of the peace of God you want. He said, in the world, now this is a true statement, in the world, ye shall have tribulation. That's true. In the world, you're going to have tribulation. But he says, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Give the Lord a hand clap. Give the Lord a hand clap. You may be seated. Test test. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Rolling with the punches. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling with the punches. Amen. Praise God. It comes to us. We experience it regardless. Regardless. These things have I spoken unto you that in me ye might have peace. There's a possibility. There's an opportunity given to us. All of you that are going through life right now and you're experiencing certain things, whatever it is, you might be Full of unrest, you might be nervous, you might be anxious, you might be worried, you might be burdened, you name it. You might be feeling a little threatened right now. You don't know what's going to happen. There might be some uncertainties that you're going through right now. You just don't know what's going to happen. 
Maybe a little fear. Maybe a little discouragement. Maybe, amen, some frustration. Let me throw in anger too. There could be some anger there. There even may be some grief. Amen, that is right along in this whole list. But you think about it, whatever it is. Amen. God's, our potential in the Lord right now. Regardless of what may be going on all around you. Praise God. In your environment. In your own personal environment. Huh? There might be a lot of motion or commotion. A lot of things just churning and twisting and you name it. A lot of activity. Sometimes we don't even know where it comes from, but we just know it's there. How many of you have ever woken up from the night and you just feel that stirring? And you just don't know why it's there, but it's there. You can't explain it. And you say, wow, what does that have to do? But let me tell you something. That's the world for you. And that is the spirit of the world. In the world, ye shall have tribulation. So if you want to be a friend of the world, guess what? You're going to have a lot of tribulation. Unrest. Weariness. Let's go down the list. Amen. Instability. No joy. No happiness. No contentment. Praise God. Any of that. Praise God. You're just going to be void of all that. That's not going to. Amen. That's not something that you're going to be able to feel. You won't be able to feel any kind of positive virtue. But here it is. My, my, my. Wake up every morning and there it is. Boom. It's almost like it's a wall, isn't it? (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. It's almost like a wall that's been put up and you just don't know why, but it's there. It's just praise God. Well, that's, that's the truth. That's the reality. But let me tell you something that has nothing to do with What's inside right. of you? Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's right. Ooh. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's get back to the message here. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I like the way he said that. You're going to have tribulation in the world, but be of good cheer. <laughs> Praise God. I think about that. Be of good cheer. In other words, he's telling you, hey, there's a good side to all this. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Be of good cheer. Yes. Huh? Amen. Amen. It's not the end of the world. Amen. It's not the end of your life. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Amen. There's hope. Amen. There's an answer for everything that you're going through. You may not see it right now. You may not comprehend it. But guess what? God will always be faithful to you for whatever you are going through. That's what he promised. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Think about that. Amen. Amen. But you know what? He said tribulation. 
Amen. Philipsis. And I hope I say that right. The Greek word, philipsis. Philipsis means this. It means, get, get, a, get a hold of this. It means pressure. Pressure. That's what we feel. We feel that pressure. You can't see it, but we can feel it. How many of you can feel pressure right now? Why is it we wake up and all of a sudden we just feel like, man, what is that uneasy feeling? What is that resistance? What is that unseen force we're feeling? You know what that is? Tribulation. Pressure. Pressure. Hallelujah. It doesn't stop there. He says affliction. Anguish. Burdened. Persecution. Trouble. Amen. That's what that word means. That's a broad definition, isn't it? Man, that's what we that's what we feel. And we all know that, don't we? We all can say amen to that because that's what we feel. When we wake up, we feel that. Praise God. That's a reminder that we're still in this world. Like somebody said earlier, I'm looking forward to my heavenly home. Where we can wake up and there's no going, no, going to be no death or sickness or sadness. Are you listening to me? Amen. No arthritic pain. No stiffness. Woo. Living in a world where all you... You live in a world where, where, where you're just going to be happy. You don't have to... No worries. Can you imagine that? Waking up in a world where there's no worries. You don't have to worry about paying the light bill. Are you listening to me? You don't have to be worried about paying your rent or your insurance. Amen. You don't have to worry about going to the store and buying groceries. You know why? Because everything will be there for us. See, that's, that's the contrast. <clears throat> I like what the Amplified Bible says. The Amplified Bible says, Trials. And distress and frustration. Yeah. But be of good cheer. Right here. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Be of good cheer. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's something, isn't it? Yeah. All that stuff going on right now. Mm -hmm. Be of good cheer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, just let me let me say it this way. Just be happy. Yeah. <laughs> how can I how can I be that? I, I've got Amen. I have, you know, I have bills, bills, bills. Amen. The reality of adult life and responsibility. Bills, bills, bills. Are you listening to me? Praise God. I wouldn't want to be too, amen, envious about wanting to be an adult. If I was you young people, I, I would sit there and listen and learn and, and try to experience everything your, amen, elders are trying to tell you so that you'll be ready to take on the world. Hallelujah. You mean I have to pay? Amen. My car payment? Yes, you do. You have to pay your insurance? Yes, you do. You have to buy your own groceries? Yes, you do. And then why is it we want to be adults and we want to grow up real fast? You know why a lot of you have some problems right now? Amen. It's because you step into that role too soon. 
You should have took your time. You should have, amen, established yourself in the word of God. And you would find out that living life is really not that bad. Amen. If you have God in it. My, 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 my. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you. Be of good cheer. You know what? I have a reason to be happy. I could probably say I have a lot of reasons to be sad, but I don't want to be sad. I want to be happy. Amen. I want to just, amen, just thank God for, amen, my life right now. You know why? Because my heart's beating. I'm breathing. I'm okay. Praise God. I'm experiencing this moment right now. Amen. Amen. I'm in a church with all of you. No better place to be than in church. Praise God with the people of God. So be of good cheer. In other words, amen, take courage. courage. Be confident. Be certain. Be undaunted. That's what it means. In other words, just, hey, if I would just want to make it simple, stay the course. Hallelujah. You think about it. Because we look at it that way and amen, Jesus is just Drawing us a contrast of, of what the world is like. Amen. And that's what he told his disciples. The whole reason why he came. Because the world, amen, is all engulfed in sin. Amen. Sin is in the world. And that's what he wanted them to know. Amen. So that's the reason why he came. He came to deal with the, the sin question. He came to deal with all the disparities, amen, of humanity. Are you listening to me? He came to deal with all the negative, amen, everything, praise God, that is against humanity. Are you listening to me? Amen. Everything that wants to get you down, everything that wants to tear you apart, he came to deal with that. And that's what he's telling them. In the world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And if I can overcome the world, so can you. Come on, folks. Come on, folks. Amen. Amen. I hope I'm not the only one that believes this. Praise God. I hope I'm not the only one that believes this. Let me tell you something. The word of God is true. I'm excited because I'm a child of God. I know where I'm going. You need to get a hold of it too. You need to believe what the word of God is telling you. Because God wants you to be an overcomer. If I have to get beside myself, I'm going to get beside myself. Amen. 
By the foolishness of preaching, you're going to be saved. Let me tell you something. This is the greatest thing mankind can ever experience. The salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you realize that when we were born into sin, Amen. The Bible says in Amen Psalm 51, 5, I was born into iniquity. Amen. In sin. In, in sin, my mother conceived me. We were born. Let me tell you something. We were born into trouble. We were born into trial. We were born into all kinds of, amen, of negative activity because of sin. But I'm glad Jesus came in to our lives to save us from all these troubles. That's, it. That's the fact. That's the reality. That's what we've experienced since our birth. Praise God. Born into a world of trouble. Amen. So I'm glad he came into this world to save sinners. To save you and I from the things, praise God, that plague. Amen. This world. That's the reality of the gospel. Amen. That's the power. Amen. That's the power. Amen. I was sharing with my wife this morning. I said, how many of you ever realized this? I was reading an account on creation. Nobody realizes this. You can go to the country of Iraq and Iran. The picture you get in the present day is this a land that is nothing but desert. Amen. A desolate place, desert country, heat. You see a lot of it. You go over into Egypt and you go over into the place where the Egyptian empires, amen, ruled in that area and they call it the Delta. You go over there into Egypt, you don't see that lush, lush. Amen. A green delta anymore. You can't go over into Iraq and Iran. Did you realize that? Amen. The Bible drew a picture of those areas being green and full of life and flourishing and all that. But guess what happened? Guess what happened? Down through time, you know what happened? They forsook God. They walked away from God. So what happened? Their world drastically changed. Went from green, amen, to dry. Went from something that was well watered to something that was dry. Something that was scorched. Something that has a lot of heat. What does that tell you? When you, praise God, take for granted the power of God, you're going to lose that life and that blessing that God wants you to have. That's the power of God. What I'm saying is the power of God can do you some good. So don't let your world dry up. Don't let your world, don't let your environment become a desolation. Are you listening to me? Praise God. 
Let it be a world that has, uh, amen, rivers and streams. Amen. Vegetation and life. Amen. Flourishing, growing. Praise God. That's what the Lord wants to give you spiritually. Amen. Amen. My, 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 my. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank, you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I get frustrated. Amen. I'm telling you, I get frustrated because a lot of times we don't realize. We don't realize what we really have. Right. Praise God. What we can really Amen. grasp yeah. as far as the Lord is concerned. Amen. We can't blame anybody else but ourselves. The reason why we don't have, and let me tell you something, the reason why we don't have is because we don't want to have. Are you listening to me? The choice is yours. He said you can either choose life or you can choose death. It's as simple as that. What do you want, child of God? Do you want life or do you want death? Are you listening to me? Yes, and I know these things are here. I know they're here. In the world, ye shall have tribulation. But let me put some emphasis on this. Let me reinforce what I'm telling you. In the world, you will have tribulation. But he said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And the only way you can overcome the world is to have the peace of God abiding in you. What am I telling you? I'll make it very simple. Being filled with the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? Being born of the water and of the Spirit. Amen. We'll give you the peace of God. My, my, my. Hallelujah. There's a passage of scripture in the book of Acts, chapter 14, verse number 22. And the apostle Paul there is speaking to the people, the church that is there. And amen. And the scripture says he was uh, confirming the souls of the disciples. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. He was confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. Amen. That's what we do. Amen. Week after week. Amen. We want to confirm your souls. We want to exhort you to continue in the faith. You know why? Because that's what's going to help you to get through, amen, the things in life that you face every day and every week. Amen. Amen. So he says, and that we must That we must. Not that we might. Or that there's a possibility. Right. Huh? There's a possibility of you experiencing a little tri turbulence. <laughs> 
I remember flying up into Oxford House from Cross Lake. Amen. We uh, on our flight back, we 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 uh, we were riding in a 14 passenger plane, and my family and I, my wife and my kids, coming back from Oxford House. I was, amen, blessed to be able to sit in the in, in the seat right next to the pilot. So I guess I was his co-pilot. So I got a bird's eye view of that beautiful country. Amen. Beautiful sitting up there, and he was pointing out different, amen, geological. You know locations to me and what they were and it was beautiful beautiful and all of a sudden we came in this one area and man the plane just goes boom And you felt it just drop and we dropped and then when we hit that whatever level it was it just kind of boom just abruptly everybody just kind of <laughs> My wife and the kids were in the back <laughs> He said that's okay. That was just a little turbulence <laughs> just a little turbulence as you were experiencing your nice amen sightseeing experience huh? are you listening to me we can get those good days where we can look out and we can say praise God thank God for creation but there's going to be a day when turbulence will come your way what's your reaction going to be Sometimes we go into panic mode. Right away we think the worst. Let me remind you. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He'll be with you from the beginning to the end. That's what I call rolling with the punches. Hey, amen. I know a lot of people that refuse to fly because they're afraid of turbulence. Let me tell you something. You won't be able to get from point A to point B if you can uh, get over your fear and put your trust in God. You know why? The Lord will help you get to your destination. But it's up to you to believe His Word. That may be what's happening right now. Praise God. And I know we're going through some things. Amen. I know we're being hit. Amen. From all sides. All kinds of afflictions. All kinds of sickness. Infirmities. You name it. Trials. Tribulation. We're experiencing it. Praise God. It's coming against us. Yeah. Amen. But the thing that keeps me in place is, is knowing that God is with me. Yeah. I'm not alone. Are you listening to me? Yeah. I have his promises. All his promises are yay. Yeah. 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 Amen. 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 Hallelujah. My, my, my. Yeah. You're saying, oh, <laughs> I don't know if I can last. <sighs> another hour. I don't know if I can go through this another day. Wow. <sighs> huh? Right. You're ready. You're ready to throw in the towel, so to speak. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. I just feel like doing that. 
and we're thinking that's the end. Oh man, I just don't know if I can do it. Praise God. I'm in so much pain right now. Don't know if I can even stand right now. I just don't know what I can do. Amen. I've exhausted all my resources. Praise God. But did you ever really, truly try the Lord Jesus Christ? Did you ever truly, amen, go to him and ask him, amen, that you can overcome? Because when we're saying, oh, it's the end. Oh, it's the end. It's all over. Here's the Lord saying, no, it's not. It's not over yet. You've got a long ways to go. Amen. Stand up and keep on walking with the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. It's... He's not finished yet. That's what you need to tell yourself. He's not finished with me yet. Amen. He's not finished with me yet. Amen. There's some things I, I need to go through right now. There's some things I need to experience. Guess what he's doing? He's confirming your souls. He's confirming your souls. He's going to see if you're going to stand. Are you listening to me? He's going to see if you're going to pray. He's going to see if you're going to seek him. If you're going to stick your nose in the word of God. He's going to see if you're serious about your walk with him. Confirming. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. See, that's the answer. Amen. Continue in the faith. Yeah. That's our problem. We try to make it complicated, yeah. difficult. It's not as hard as you think it is. The only reason why, let me tell you something. How could you determine, amen, when you're in a place where you're in that place? You know, Jesus said, in me, ye shall have peace. When you're in the Lord, ye shall have peace. Does it make a difference where you are? Amen, in your environment. But when you're in the Lord, you're going to have peace. You could be walking down a road. Are you listening to me? That has a lot of trials and tribulation. But guess what? If he's in you, you're going to have peace. The peace of God is going to keep you. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must through much tribulation. Yeah. Not a little. Yeah. Some of us would like to say, oh, just a little. <laughs> just a little tribulation. Guess what? You were born into trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So you know what trouble is like. But the thing about this, the difference between when you were in sin and now, guess what? You're not alone. Yeah. Amen. 
The other night, I, we had singing here Friday evening. This is a good time to come together and just worship the thing. Amen. And way afterwards, and I wish I would have thought about it when I was sitting back there. Uh, uh, Brother Aaron sings a song. Uh, the winning side. <laughs> Thank God I'm on the winning side. I'm glad I'm on the winning side. You ask people right now, if you had a choice, what would you want? And you what they would say? I want, I want to be on the winning side. I want to be a winner. Praise God. But they look at it differently. Amen. But I'm glad I'm on the winning side. Amen. We go through certain things right now. Praise God. Looks at particular times that amen I don't know about this and we question but remember this when you're going through something and you're being tried are you listening to me amen you're going through some kind of trial guess what remember you're on the winning side you're on the winning side you're going through this for a reason God has a purpose in your trial in your testing Hallelujah. So it says confirming. I want to slow down just a little bit. Confirming. That word means this. When he said confirming the souls. It means establishing. And strengthening. Well how did they do that? Guess what they did? They talked. They preached Amen. the word of God. Yes. That's how they established. Amen. That's how they strengthened. Right. You don't think there's no purpose in coming to church? No. Guess what God is doing? Wow. God is establishing you. God is strengthening you through his word. Sanctify them with that truth. Thy word is truth. My, 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 my. Sometimes that's the way it feels, isn't it? Pressure. Pressure from all sides. You're just being surrounded. How many of you feel surrounded right now? Amen. Now, nobody's raising their hand, but I know you are. Yes. Amen. You don't want to admit it. There's nothing wrong with being surrounded. You know why? You know why they're surrounding you? You know why the enemy likes to surround people? You know why? Because they're afraid of you. And so they want to try to outnumber you. That's why they want to surround you. Try to get an advantage. But they forget. Guess what? Who's on our side? Jesus is on our side. I don't care if you're surrounded or not. Guess what? We have the advantage. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Uh, you know, that, that makes me think about when Jesus died on the cross and they took his body off of the cross and they laid it in that tomb. Amen. His spirit had to go down into hell. 
Amen. I always go back to that time when his spirit went down into hell. Can you imagine what it was like down there in hell? Boy, they were having a party. They thought they got him. Man, we beat the son of God. He's lying in that tomb. All of a sudden, the door to hell opens up. Amen. Jesus walks in. Jesus walks in. Can you imagine? Amen. How intimidated they felt when they see Jesus walking in. They couldn't do anything to him. The Bible said hell couldn't keep him. The grave couldn't keep him. You know why? He was sinless. They had no power of him. They realized something. They couldn't stop him. Amen. From fulfilling God's will. All Jesus was doing was he was rolling with the punches. Huh? Rolling with the punches. Oh, they may have got me in that tomb. But guess what? I'm going down into there, territory. I'm going down there. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. problem is we're seeing it from the wrong perspective we're seeing it through the wrong eyes we come to a mountain we look at it we look up to the top of it we go man that's a long way something you see how rugged that terrain is Man, that's, that looks like it's almost a cliff right there. Don't know if I can make it up that. How could I traverse that? How could I climb that? We look at that mountain and we go, man, I don't know if I can do it. That's from our perspective. We're looking from the down up. And guess what? God's looking from the up down. And God's saying, why are you standing there? That's just a little molehill. From my perspective, you can do it if you really want to. You can climb to the top if you really want to. That's our problem. We're looking at it from the wrong angle. Missy told me about, amen, Brother Rich, going through that affliction in his body. Man, I was feeling something that day, and I just, I was praying, and I didn't know, amen, who it was for, but I just felt, man, I, I, you know what I felt? I felt a righteous indignation yeah. rising up within me. It was just like, man... I told the Lord, you know, I, I heard about several people being afflicted and sick. And I said, man, amen. I, you know, that happens, but praise God. Amen. I'm glad we know the word of God. I'm glad we can pray the prayer of faith. 
I'm glad we can anoint with oil because that is the remedy. By his stripes we are healed. We can claim our promise. Amen. But amen, I thought about this. And I thought the, the thought came to me. The reason why that's happening to Brother Rich is amen. His faith is being tried right now. His faith is being tried. You know why? God promised him a miracle. Along that promise, there are certain times in your life, Brother Rich, you're going to face things. But it's going to be your faith that's going to get you through. And that's to all the rest of you as well. Because how can you speak about a victory? How can you testify about a miracle if you haven't experienced one? Amen. 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 That's right. That's right. There's going to be some miracles rolling out of this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's going to be some miracles rolling out of this place. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil stop you. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. Stand on the promises of God and declare it. Amen. With all your heart. I said to myself, enough is enough. Right. Huh? You think about it. Man, I tell you what. We have victory. Didn't he say we are more than conquerors through him that loved us? We are more than conquerors. Why did he say more than conquerors? Because he's letting us know that there's going to be battles coming along, amen, in our life. But guess what? He said we were going to be more than conquerors. Every battle we face, every situation, amen, our potential is to overcome. Oh my. Thank you, Jesus. Man, I love the word. I love the word. Praise God because there's nothing like it. Look what the Apostle Paul said. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse number Amen three. He said, Blessed be God. Even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of all mercies, and the God of all comfort. Amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Father of all mercies and the God of all comfort. Does it make a difference? You know why? I've said this before. God has made provision. Whatever it is that you and I encounter, whatever we experience in life, God is a step. He's 10 steps. He's 50 steps. He's 100 steps ahead of our enemy. 
Amen. He's made provision. Amen. He's made the way for us. He's cleared a path for you and I that we can do just exactly what he has done. And that's conquer sin. That's conquer the world. That's conquer death. He's done that for you and I. So I want you to understand we can also achieve. So he says, Blessed be the God, be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation. Woo! All that turmoil, all that pressure. We like to pay attention to that. <laughs> We're sensitive to that. Ooh. But just think about this. When that when that when that's there, when you can feel it, guess what? His comfort is there. I don't know what it is, but I know one thing. I can feel the presence of God. I can feel His presence. You know what? God will always be with you. There's no reason why he would ever leave you or forsake you. That was his promise. He would be there with you. And when we're going through certain, amen, experiences, he says, who comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. We know what it's like. We've gone, we've been in our valleys, haven't we? We love our mountaintops, but we've walked in our valleys. But we know what it's like when we are in the valleys. We don't walk alone. Goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our life. As the psalmist said, amen, death has no dominion over us. When we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, guess what? We're just walking through it. Are you listening to me? Amen. God keeps us in these times of trials and testings. Are you listening to me? We know what it's like to be comforted of God. So when that time comes, when somebody else is in that place, we will know how to comfort them. And amen. We will know how to encourage them because we've been through it. All you young people need to pay attention. When some of the elders stand up and testify, don't take their testimony for granted.
granted. Because they're telling you something that they've gone through. They're relating to you their experiences. Amen. Their hardships. Amen. And they'll tell you about the God. Amen. Who got them through it. The God who made a way. The God who created a miracle. Are you listening to me? The God who delivered. Greenwood. All they were doing is going out and getting serial numbers for appliances. They were working for housing. They walked into this one house. Of course, those people weren't in the right minds. And, and uh, paranoid. For whatever reason, they thought Brother David and Brother Craig were feds or something. I don't know. Ended up where their mind got the best of them. So you know what they did? They, they pulled out their guns and they held them at bay at gunpoint and they said no you're not going no place and they threatened them and everything there they were man that ordeal lasted for about a good couple hours and pretty soon i can't remember what happened oh finally they said are you alone and brother david said no i'm not alone i was another person out there in the car so they sent one guy they sent him out to go get brother craig so he went out there to get brother craig of course this guy he wasn't very tall so he goes out there to get brother craig amen i want you to get out of that car right now so Brother Craig says, okay. So he steps out and he stood up and that guy goes. <laughs> the situation changed. When he seen, praise God, that Brother Craig was not a small guy. But amen, everything changed when they went back inside and they realized what was going on. Guess what? They, they finally, amen, put down their guns and said, okay, you could be on your merry way. And I remember Brother David coming to me that night. He explained everything. He said, man, brother, it was just so intense. And I said, you know what? I said, praise God, because you were counted worthy to suffer persecution for his name's sake. My, my, my. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My, my, my. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Amen. Thank God. Yes. Thank you. Yes. For his presence. Yes. Thank God for his presence. Paul said this. Second Corinthians chapter four. Look what he says. Verse number seven. He says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. You ever wonder why you read this? You wonder why Paul penned that, why he wrote that? Well, go on and read the rest of it. Because that's what he was talking about. It's not just being able to be filled with the Holy Ghost when we're feeling good and we're on top of the world. That's not what he's talking about. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. Why? Because in that time, in that time of great need, that treasure can be the very thing that's going to keep you. And so that's what he's saying. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. It's not going to be all you. Amen. So he says, we are troubled on every side. 
So I said, you feel like you're being surrounded? You feel like you're being hemmed in? Amen. Be honest. Some of you are. You're being pressed from every side. So he says, you're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Oh, man. Not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. It's almost like we go, wow, what, what, what am I going to do? We're perplexed, but we're not in despair. Amen. Persecuted. Why is it everybody's always afraid of persecution? Huh? I have a, a little decal on the end of my truck, my bumper, where my hitch goes into my bumper. Brother Joel brought me a thing for my birthday. It says, Jesus is Lord. Stick that in there. So I put it in there. Amen. I was going to the post office one day and I got inside the post office and Jacob Scouting came walking in and he said, hey, Mr. Marshall. I said, hey, Jacob, how are you doing? He said, good. He said, man, I sure like your bumper sticker. <laughs> so I said, oh, I said, yeah, that's a good one. I said, yeah, my, my son-in-law got me that for my birthday. He said, that's a good one. He said, you know what? You never see anybody putting anything like that on their cars anymore. Amen. <laughs> you know why? They're afraid. Somebody's saying about you being a Christian. Huh? A Jesus freak. Huh? A church boy. A church girl. Huh? Oh, you're in that church. You belong to that church. Woo! Yes, I do. We're afraid of persecution. We're afraid to let people know who we are. We don't want to talk about Jesus in public. We don't want to walk in holiness in public anymore. Why? Because we don't want people to think that we're strange. Why do you cut your hair like that? Huh? Why do you shave? Why are you clean shaving? I had so many people ask me that. Even some of our Lakota, amen, uh, friends, our kolas. Amen. You're Lakota. You should grow your hair long. I said, well, amen. I am Lakota, but I'm a saint Lakota. I said, I, I belong to a new culture. It's called heaven. Why do you grow your hair long like that? Why do you dress modest? We're not advertising our sexuality. Are you listening to me? We're not of that kind. 
We're not vain. Let me tell you something. Some of you ladies need to get rid of your tight for a fitting skirts. Amen. Skirts going up below your knees. Every time you sit down, guess what? You're giving the world a peek at what's up there. You need to dress holy. You need to dress modest because that's what God wants us to be. I know I don't preach on holiness enough, but man, I tell you what, maybe sometimes I need to preach on it more and more and more. Wear skirts so tight. Can't even bend over. Wear blouses so low. Amen. Amen. Sometimes I thought to myself, I want to prove my point. I want to walk in here with my shirt unbuttoned down to the third button and open it up and walk in here and see what some of you ladies think. I guarantee you, you would probably turn around and go the other way. You don't want to see my chest, and I don't want to see yours. Persecution. 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 Amen. Amen. We're called by the name of Jesus. We're going to be automatically persecuted. Praise God. Make up your mind. That's part of the package. But I'm glad it's part of the package because I want to live for God. I want to live for Him. Well, anyway, getting back to my message. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. That's how we feel sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. Man, we go through it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure the Holy Ghost I have is the same Holy Ghost you have. Yeah. Why is it that when some of us get through a difficult time or we're going through something difficult, all of a sudden you want to say, I give up. Uh, is, that, is that the Holy Ghost? You? My only concern every day when I wake up, and I'm, I'm just being plain and simple, my only concern is I want to live for Jesus. Yes. Yes. Huh? Amen. I want to live for Jesus because I live for the devil and that sure didn't get me no place. So I want to live for Jesus. That's my only concern. That's the only thing on my mind. I don't think about anything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, pastor gets tempted. Pastor gets tried. Pastor goes through afflictions. And pastor gets persecuted. I go through all that. But guess what? My mind is just live for Jesus. Live yeah. for Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Right. Yeah. Amen. I still understand it. It's getting too hard, so I think I'll just give up. Just give up. Well, obviously, that must not be the Holy Ghost. Yeah, right. That's right. Because you'd be saying, "Man, I know I'm down right now, but I'm going to get back up. I'm going to get back up." I'm going to do whatever. I like the way this is, this is written. I, I, like the, I like the way uh, 
we don't realize this, but it says, verse number 16 in that chapter, for, what, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. It just gets better. Amen. Doesn't get worse. Amen. It gets better. Amen. You might be saying, well, it hasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe it's because you haven't really tried. Amen. I'm just being plain and simple. Amen. But everything we go through, everything, everything. I can tell when we came into this place this morning. I can tell the way we started out our service this afternoon. That some of you are hungry. Some of you are thirsty. Some of you are really wanting something from God. I know it's been difficult. You know, we're living in a time, you know, I was watching the news the other day and they said it's going to get even harder going into the winter. I said, wow, wow. Thank God. Thank God I know Jesus. Amen. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Amen. That's my only assurance. Yes. Amen. Yes. That's right. Amen. Lord, you know what we're going to face in the future, and we just. So he says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Then. Here, here's, here's some very encouraging words. This is, this is, th these, these four words kind of explain everything that we're going through right now. But this is the truth and reality of everything that we're going through right now. Listen to me. Everybody listening? Amen. These four words, look what he says. For our light affliction. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We're saying, oh man. I don't know if I can make it. Huh? Yes. I, I just don't know if I could. You know, one thing that we need to do is have some perseverance. We need to persevere. We, we need to have that. Well, as one person said that, we need to have that stickability. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... I I pray for a lot of those that aren't here with us. It's very... can't ignore it when you look out in this congregation. Amen. And I do pray for them. But I'm thankful for the few that are here. Yes. Because that's telling me that, hey, somebody. Somebody has something. Amen. That's right. 
And we're being tried and we're being tested and we go through certain things that everybody else goes through. But guess what? We're not making any kind of excuses. Here we are. Yeah. We're in the house of God. Mark my words. My brother-in-law and I were talking. And uh, I said, you know, White River is a town, almost basically a ghost town. When you drive through White River, be sure not to blink, because if you do, you're going to miss it. Right. <laughs> Small town, that's my stomping grounds. Amen. My brother, my brother-in-law was just kind of venting. He said, man, all the stuff that's going on there. Right now, the big thing of that town is sports, sports, sports. Boys basketball, girls basketball, boys, uh, yeah, boys football, girls volleyball. He said, that's all people, that's, they thrive, thrive and thrive. He said, man, these people just, and you know, he was just kind of frustrated with that. I said, yeah, I know, I know. But you know what, Delmer? I said, there's going to come a day when there's not going to be any more basketball games or right. football games or volleyball games. I said, what are all those people going to do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Amen. Uh -huh. Amen. He said, I never thought about it. I said, that's going to happen soon. Yes, it is. And I don't want to be that kind of person. I hope I'm not. I get tempted sometimes. When that all happens, you know, I, I share a little bit of end times with people and I can just see them in the face like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Amen. That's right. Amen. Yeah, that's, no, that's not going to, yeah, that look in their face like, mm -hmm. roll their eyes at me and I know, mm-hmm. We just wait for the day when it all comes to pass. <laughs> it all comes to pass. Guess what? And, and I'm just going to be sitting there. And you know, I might rub it in. I, say, I might say, I told you so. I might really rub it in too. I don't know. Praise God. Here we are. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. In the midst of all this chaos. In the midst of all this activity. People are just plundering and disoriented. They don't know what they're doing. They are truly lost. Yes. Can tell can't tell one end from the other. Confused. Reprobate. Yes. Yes. And there's some people that think, oh, this this is never gonna end. It's never gonna end. It's gonna go on. It's gonna go on. That's why they're building. That's why they're doing everything. Building like there's always gonna be a tomorrow, but just guess what? There's gonna be a day when there's not going to be a tomorrow. Amen. That's right. Then what they gonna do? I'm going to sit back and say, I told you so. Right, right, yeah. 
I might even raise my eyebrows like this too. I don't know. <laughs> And I'm going to go like this to my Bible. Right. Amen. 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 That's right. Amen. That's right. I know we feel like that. I know we feel like this. There's times that we know, when we know we're right, we just kind of let it be. That feels good to be right, doesn't it? Yes. Uh -huh. It does. Praise God. I know Sister Dina likes that feeling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know several others in here that like that feeling when they feel like, oh, I'm right. And then when they're on the right, they go, mm -hmm. they just kind of like bask in that. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go. I'm going to go like this. Rub it in. I'm not trying to be funny. All I'm saying is this. This light affliction, which is but for a moment. To us, it seems like an eternity, but it's not going to be long when all this is going to come to its end. And here we are. My poor wife. All of you that suffer in your bodies. Myself included. Can you imagine a day when when we step on heaven's heaven's ground. Those streets of gold, guess what? We don't have that gimp. We'll be walking gimpy or bent over. Huh? We can smile because we'll have all our teeth. We won't be gasping and out of breath. We'll just be energetic. We'll just be. Probably be doing that spinning around. And, but that's going to be a reality one day. Your light affliction, which is but for a moment. That's what the Lord called it. A moment. A moment. So you might be having that moment right now. But that's all it is. It's just a moment. So if you could just learn to roll with the punches. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to get there. How about you? Amen. I'm going to yes. get there. I'm not going to stop. Amen. I'm almost done. Let me finish up here. Praise God. So let's not think it's something that's, as Paul, or as Peter said, Beloved, think it not strange. Concerning the fiery trial which is to try you. As though some strange thing happened unto you. Man. That's the way we look at it. Oh man. Just remember. 
You were born into trouble when you were born. We still experience it, but guess what? The difference now is we have somebody with us. He said, insomuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Oh. Like I said before, I believe we're the rapture generation. Yes. And, and some of us that are still alive when he comes, guess what? When that moment happens, of course, we're not going to be looking for it. You know, it's just going to happen. But yeah. just think about it. All the years of you being faithful. Yes. Wow. Walking in the spirit. Yes. Loving God. Yes. All those years of being obedient. Yeah. And there you are. And one day you'll just be walking down the road. And all of a sudden you hear that. The Bible says, every eye shall see him. Can you imagine that? Just that moment of time when you see the Calvary's coming. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Amen. Jesus. And all of a sudden you hear that blast of that trumpet and woo. You won't even have time to think. Then when you get to the other side, guess what you're gonna do? Yes. You're gonna be cutting the rug. Amen. Yes. Yes. I made it. Hallelujah. Yes. I made it. Yes. All those years of affliction and trial and tribulation. I made it. Because I decided to roll with the punches. I made it. Praise God, it's gonna be worth it. Somebody stole my scripture verse. I want it back. They said, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many, many, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivereth him, her, out of them all. Hallelujah. Here we are, saints. I'm glad I came to church today. Yes. Amen. I'm glad I came to church today. I'm glad I came to the house of God. It was a few hours well spent. Yes. Amen. Just a moment of time. Let's all stand. Thank you, Lord.
don't know which one this is. They're all heavy socks. It sounds like it might be this. Man, I appreciate the Lord. Amen. I appreciate it. Try, try, uh, try a G once. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I love Him. Yes, I. Thank you. 